Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gourlami. Do you think he'd be a dirty cop? Um, would I be a dirty? I'd like where would you shower daily? I have. Uh, I think I'd be so. Um, you wouldn't keep sweaty. The, keep the streets on you. Yeah. That I'd I'd have to be a clean cop for sure. What about you? You want to be a dirty cop? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I, I feel like keeping the, the streets and the sweat on you would like kind of sh- make you seem intimidating, you know? Yeah. Nice dirty cop. <laughs> um, this week on pilot license. Uh, oh, I'm your I'm your pilot, um, Ian, and this is my co-pilot, Kenny. Hey, hey, how's it going? Um, we're watching The Shield. This is, I think, a show neither of us have ever watched before. So I, just, I, I experienced it, but I've never. I can't say I've watched it. You know? <laughs> so this is like just out of the blue. Like, okay, let's do the shield. I don't know. <laughs> it's just another. It's an iconic show from like the early two thousands that yeah, went on to iconic. Yeah, I think went on to have seven seasons. Yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like, damn, that meant that somebody was watching it. I guess. So. I feel like it wasn't difficult to produce. You know what I mean? Like, as as we'll see in this episode. Um, some of the actors are dialed in. Yeah. And some of them are kind of like, okay. I Make can, it a paycheck. I can see that you're just here. Because yeah. they picked your name out of a hat, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's. Um, this is your in-flight entertainment for this flight. It is uh, the pilot episode of The Shield. Aptly named Pilot. Uh, so enjoy. following is intended only for mature audience. Your discretion advised. Coming. 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 Wow. <laughs> I love I love that. Yeah. Like why are they so shaky? <laughs> this is Right. This is already trying to be edgy. Well, it's trying to be like anti-law and order. Yeah. They're like, this is David Fincher's Law and Order. <laughs> Which I have been commanding for the last Dude, Walter Goggles is in the show? One of the most dangerous and crime-ridden Dude, areas I can't believe Walter the, Goggles. The unicorn? Dude, the unicorn himself. That's crazy. You know why he's the unicorn? Because he's a hot, single uh, dad where his wife is dead. And he's also a cool cop in he's, L.A. He's also the coolest cop. This is in L.A., right? Yes. They mentioned that, right? Yeah, yeah, this is LA for sure. What is he eating? He's just eating some snacks while he runs? <laughs> <laughs> so we see a nice little jog where a bunch of men are racing. Murders, rapes, armed robberies, and many other violent crimes have decreased dramatically in this district. And it's like juxtapositioned against, I guess, the new police chief? Who is this man? He's their captain. He's captain. the captain of this, like, Squad. yes, oh, this, this detective this unit. This unit. Okay. Unit. I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's just like the show just kind of starts going, huh? Yeah. We watched this previously, obviously. 
It's just in preparation for this. It's a foot race with snacks. And this part's pretty cool. What, so what was he eating, actually? He's swallowing the drugs that he had on him. Really? Yeah. Because he's chewing. Community leaders and gotta eat them. <laughs> I taste them, taste like them up. mushrooms or something. A safer home for all of us. Because he's like, you're too late because he already swallowed all of the stuff. Yeah. That's for running, asshole. Get up. I feel like Michael Chiklis is a little too small. For me to take him seriously as this character, really, just a little bit. Looks like you got some kind of third nad going down there. <laughs> and so he pulled this guy's fucking oh. pants down, and his dick and balls are out. We don't see him though. Yeah. Got a nice little back shot there when he bent over. <laughs> yeah, was that his balls? It's probably whatever he's wearing to conceal himself. Yeah. So we just saw a kid just watching the whole thing happen. Just naked man. Batista made the song. Batista? What? He said that. He said Batista's when oh. he was describing the song. That's cool. Is that like his intro? What the fuck? And now we're looking at a dead lady. Nice little side boob action. It's called rigor. Rigor or no rigor, that's a serious rap. You know, it's interesting that they introduce this character this way. Where he's like complimenting a dead woman's rack. Like, it's hard to determine how they want us to feel about some of these characters in this first episode. Like, I assume he's meant to be, like, our good cop versus the bad cop that the Chickless team is meant to kind of... It's really cool because... But then he's over here, like, being like, that's a hot dead body. Yeah. Got some titties. He's he's making an off-color joke, but still. Boyfriend. This one will break easy. Let me go! God damn it, get out of my head! And then this actress, I feel bad Detective Wagenbach. Because she does a very bad job. Yeah. And why do they give him a name like Wagenbach? Like I said, we don't know who she is yet. Long blonde hair, pretty. That sounds like her. I'm sorry. The worst detective ever. It's the worst morning I've ever seen a woman. But can you imagine you just found out your sister's dead and then a bunch of cops right behind you are like, look, she's sucking yeah. his dick. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, so she's on his her knees right in front of Wagenbach and all the cops watching are like, that's funny. She looks like she's sucking him off. <laughs> that's funny. It's like the worst day of her life. <laughs> Everyone watching all down the street are just like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we find out that the dead lady has a kid somewhere. Guess what's missing? <laughs> but yeah, you're right. So like immediately we're like, this wagon bot guy is kind of like a tool shithead, right? Yeah. But he's the good cop. Like we're supposed to, it kind of makes us want to immediately root against him, even though he's obviously the one trying to be morally correct. I, that's what I love about this show is even the the captain. We're we're like, do I like this guy or do I hate him? Yeah. That's what I love about all these characters. Yeah, it makes us root for the bad guys in a pretty... The bad, quote, unquote, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Gilroy and the chief are going to push this story really hard. Your team deserves a lot of credit. So, Michael Chiklis is fucking cool as shit. He wears a leather jacket. Fucking detective of the year, dude. Just a fucking wife beater with a leather jacket, bro. You don't need nothing else. I guess it's just a regular V-neck, but... Making sure we don't all have to cram into the same goddamn stall. 
Yeah, everyone's cheering because the men's restroom is broken. Vic, can I see you? It's because men take horrible shits. Have you ever seen what men do to bathrooms? <laughs> yep. It's fucking fucked up. It's truly fucked up. If you're a woman, go ahead and go into the men's restroom to no. check it out. It's terrible. It's going to ruin your fucking life. <laughs> hi, hi, Captain. You're going to be like, what? A man can do this? You remember Miguel Estiana? Sure. Miguel's a piece of shit drug dealer with the 25th Street Coronas. <laughs> this is the kind of attitude you foster under your command. Mr. Estiana's attorney, Jose Garcia. I know, Jose. He represents a bunch of piece of shit drug dealers. What I do is ensure my client's rights aren't violated by thugs like you. Mr. Estiana claims you used excessive force during his arrest. Really? Is that what you claim, Miguel? <laughs> like how he's blatantly <laughs> aggressive towards him, and they're like, yeah, you didn't do it. <laughs> So you did it with some pliers. <laughs> That's suspension right there. Well, <laughs> They'd investigate. I, I do remember the eight I, bags of pure H we nabbed you with, though. The search will be contesting with Judge McAllister. I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank on this whole pliers thing. Feel free to ask any of my guys, but I don't think they'll remember it that way either. You're a disgrace. The lawyer just gives up. <laughs> what was the point? Yeah, what, why didn't the lawyer come to have a counsel? He could have just gone to a judge. Right? Yeah, the thing is, is like... go take that piss. Why even come and do this if they were just going to take Michael Chiklis's word for it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, it's very confusing that they came there at all because it's like, what are, are they tattling? Like, how does this work? All they basically did was let him know that he needs to go hard arm that guy. <laughs> I guess it's a, it's a complaint, right? That was I was that's why I was so amazed that Chickless was already in so much trouble in this first episode because like it, once again the show goes on for seven seasons of me assumingly him being this way. So yeah. how the fuck does he get away with the shit for so long? Well, makes me want to know. Makes me want to watch. This, there's a good part in this show where you kind of get to learn. You get to understand like his part in all of this. You want to start Oh yeah, and so Wagonbox likes the like one other girl cop that we get to see that's not a detective. Yeah. They got an ad. They made sure to have two female police officers, so they they got their quota. Their quota. Hey, hey, Lucy had intimacy issues unrelated to me. Right. Unrelated to you. <laughs> she looked directly at his dick when she said that. You're such an expert. How come both your hearts? Oh, Wagenbach ain't got it. Yeah, he's not wagging any Bach. I'm sorry to say. We got a missing kid? Jenny Reborn. Eight years old. We found her mother stabbed to death. Any leads? We're following some things up. What have you got so far? The girl's father's a crackhead. Personal name for the crime. His daughter missing. He's going to be our guy. We also got a neighbor saw Pony Boy Harris banging on the dead lady's door yesterday. Who's Pony Boy Harris? It's a local fence, kind of a bit of a fancy. Collared him three or four times personally. The way they talk about people in the show. Yeah. I want to help. I feel like this was written by someone who's never even been in a police station. <laughs> Can't blame a guy for trying. Hey. 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 How's the coffee? Usual uh, police issue. Pretty much. So much of the camera work is handheld, and it's like, yeah. did, could they not afford a fucking... Hey, um, no, it's it's definitely the style of the time. You think they wanted it to feel hey, raw like this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dang, there's Goggins. This is, uh, this is like an Oz ripoff. It looks like he's falling. Like, you see? Yeah. It looks like the cameraman's constantly, like, stepping backwards. Smoked by a grieving relative not ten feet from the body. 
uh, she was upset. I, I was comfortable. I like how he never says no. I wasn't. That's not what was happening. Denial. <laughs> he, he just continues to say stuff that makes it seem like he was getting a blowjob. Yeah. Anything else? You just call nine one one and ask for detective. Blow me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, excuse me. <laughs> he especially because he leaves and doesn't clarify anything, it makes him look guilty. He doesn't like tell them any shit or anything. Like y'all are fucked up, or like that's disgusting. You know. So I'm just bringing it back down to earth. And now we find out that uh, Chicklet's already getting it. Yeah. Hey, uh, I gotta go run an errand, but I was thinking you and I should hook up for a drink later on tonight. Oh yeah, is your wife coming? Damn, she can't make it. Damn, neither can I. Got him. <laughs> since when did you get morals? Oh. Always had them. Sometimes I just lose track. Really? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> She's the peanut butter baby in this moment. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Hey, you want me to back off? All you gotta do is tell me it wasn't great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you ready? Ah. I can't imagine saying that to a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I know. A woman you're having an affair with. <laughs> What creates a man like that? You know, like law enforcement. It's crazy. I I was raised by a man like this. <laughs> Here's a predominantly unknown good cop that is. This is been, our first appearance, right? No, no. He drove them to meet the guy that he ripped the bag out of his oh, okay. gooch off of. So he is here with them. He's right like now. the first person we see. He, we see him get out of the car, and he's just looking at Michael Chiklis running after Nadman. But we haven't heard a word out of his mouth no. yet. Who's Not that? yet. Who was that? That's his first words. Yep. <laughs> Bowie, why are you barking? Get him, Bowie. <laughs> he hates Walton Goggins. I love that they just chopped down the trees in L.A. It's so good. You know, they just got to make sure that the air is as fucked up as possible here. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we need more fucking uh, smog. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see the smog cloud from here. <laughs> I went through the books. The guy I saw Mackie talking to is a drug dealer named, named Rondell Robinson. Right. You suggest Mackie's working for a drug dealer? I'm suggesting the drug dealer's working for Mackie. What? Robinson's so, Captain and Squarehead over here. Giving Robinson a monopoly. Squarehead? Yeah, we don't know his name. Let's go up for Robinson. They're coming up with a conspiracy. And I want you to help me prove it. That Chickless is perpetuating the drug war or the drug uh, funneling. Yeah, he basically chose who to work with and is now helping that person gain power by taking out all the other drug dealers. But know? it's also to perpetuate work for him to do. Yeah. If he keeps the drugs going, he always has a job. Yeah, and if he is in control of the whole drug thing, then he also is controlling the crime in that area, yeah. in that essence, too. He Everybody works for him, you know? So it's almost like a kingpin kind of... I go outside of the apartment and rat out another cop. My life's not worth crap in L.A. Which is true. He's right. Nothing worse than, <laughs> nothing worse than a cop who goes after cops. He can't pull it off. I didn't say I couldn't pull it off. I like how he goes after his pride. I know. <laughs> like, you're right, I can't, I'll die. <laughs> They're like, this guy's got a square enough head, he'll, he'll fall for it. Come on, square head. <laughs> you think I want to be an errand boy in some Alaskan outpost? You pick the city then. <laughs> right here, right now, I promise you. Yeah. Uh, try the home office in D.C. And I'm going to need moving expenses. Sure. And a blowjob. Uh, nice big fruit basket. Yeah, so this one detective is worth all that. I can make it happen. Okay, well, no offense. I'd like it in writing today. Let's be clear here, Terry. Terry. We're talking about That's Mackie. That's square. Who puts Mackie behind bars for a long time? <laughs> square, Terry. If we only wound him. 
His friends upstairs will crush both of us. Yeah, I know what I have to do. Okay, so uh, Chickless has friends in the DA or something? And the chief of police, I think, is even on his side. So he even has the higher-up positions that are kind of watching his back. Yeah. And this new captain is basically just trying to make a name for himself by taking down the crooked cop in his department. Right. Which can backfire super easily. Absolutely. Because if you don't do it in a timely manner, then it's going to be like, oh, how long... How long did it take you to do this, or how long was this going on under your nose without you knowing? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Fedora Man, just over here throwing VCRs. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the last time I was startled and just dropped everything in my hands. I don't know anything about that girl. All right, be real. You know me. Come on. What were you doing at Nancy Rebrook's house yesterday? I was looking for old man, Lonnie. Lonnie's not living there. Okay, so yeah, we got... Wagenbach and, and his partner. Mm-hmm. I don't know her name. Uh, the, female detective. Female detective. Uh, they're they're the B plot. After I unloaded the VCRs, which is when you showed up. Okay, good. And they're trying to find a missing girl. They're showing that actual crime or is solved in this show at some point. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just stared. At yeah, like what the fuck was that about? That doesn't play off anywhere later on. Yeah. Oh, what was? You know, Crackhouse run by some guy named Monty. Yeah, sure, it's on Crescent, just west of 7th. Why? I gotta pick up a smoke hound there. Oh, no, 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 can't do. Monty gives me dirt, I give him safe passage. This guy Willingly admitting crooked. <laughs> yep. Crooked uh, practices. All right, I'll go get him myself. Cards suck anyways. Oh, come on, baby. No, no, I gotta go. But I love that twice, Vic Chickless is like... Intricately placed into the B plot, where he he's needed in the B plot. Yeah, that he is like their ultimate weapon. You know. Yeah. Lonnie Reboard, you here? In there. Your problem? Show me. So Lonnie Reborg is the. Okay, the father of the missing duck girl. Yeah, and the husband of the dead woman. And a crackhead. And a crackhead. Typical crackheads. Look, and then this shows that Vic loves kids. I think he's trying to show that he's sympathetic. Or like morally gray, you know what I mean? And I love that, because mm-hmm. it does a good job in this sense. Absolutely. Because like we've only seen him do shitty stuff until this moment. And so he's at least showing a more human side to him where he's like, I will allow this shit, but I don't support it, you yeah. know what I mean? back, Lonnie. You killed your wife last night. He's fucking topless. Because that's the God's truth, son. They would never interview someone like that. They have. I've seen. I've seen videos of this. <laughs> I feel like they'd put a shirt on him. They put him in orange. They'd orange him out. That's true. That's a good call. But I have seen shirtless men in an interview room before. Where is she? I needed her. These are also the worst criminals ever. I know. Killing Nancy. You remember the knife? I just went there for Jenny. Think, Bob. You went over there. I said that. To get Jenny. She's half mine. Nancy made you angry. She wouldn't let me take Jenny. You didn't mean to kill her. She made you do it. I won't kill no one. Thanks, Lonnie. What'd you do? This guy looks like he could be related to Aaron Paul from the side. (laughs) I don't feel good. That's true. Aaron Paul's the older brother. (laughs) Uh, Crackhead Paul. (laughs) (laughs) He cut ties. Aaron. (laughs) I went there to get Jenny. 
That you try to stop me. Keep going, honey. She had a knife. <laughs> the zoom in. <laughs> right when he said knife. Like these are supposed to be these big dramatic confessions. <laughs> uh, so you know, his sister-in-law giving Wagenbach the blowjob was like the worst crying I've ever seen, and this is like some of the best crying right? I've ever seen. This guy's overacting. <laughs> He's too good. <laughs> More zoom in. I killed her. I killed my sweet Nancy. I was doing this while I was watching this while doing the dishes. What did I do that for? And I literally oh, almost started you. crying. <laughs> 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 See, I was just like, people don't confess like this. I mean, sometimes they do, but dude, ra- rarely do they. So we're gonna watch a bunch of these yeah. after this to show the wide variety of people in an inter- in interrogation room. Sold it. Sold it to who? <laughs> he gave me two hundred. Because it's not like they're giving him evidence that shows that he did it. He's just giving them all the information. You know yeah. what I mean? Likes girls. How come? How come nobody stopped me? See, I love that line. Mm-hmm. And it's like a crackhead's mentality. Yeah. It's like, I was out of control. Why did no one stop me? Yeah. But not even, like, blaming anyone in particular. Like, how come the events didn't line up the way they should? Yeah. yeah. Why didn't fate intervene? I love it. There's search warrant. They just break a window instantly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it also goes oh, to show... Because, like, Lonnie never confessed to anything until they consistently said, oh, and then that's when you killed your wife, Nancy. Yeah. And I love that the good cops are doing shit like that. You know what I mean? Search warrant, break the window immediately. Jane at 15. This is quite the reading list. Where's my mother? It's time for a medication. I'll make a call, make sure she gets her meds. If you want to hold this pervert's hand, be my guest. (laughs) I'll get you a cup of coffee. Okay, so they they got the guy that apparently bought... Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. He's like, I got a good. I spent a few pennies for that, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who took my ding dong? God damn it. Who took his fucking ding dong? Who put his stapler in Jello? God damn it. Great job. What are you in kindergarten? Look. I wanted this to pay off so badly that it was obviously not Chickless who took the ding dongs. I wanted it to come around and it, the fact that he just obviously has a grudge against him, you know? Yeah. Which means. Hey, so is both Wagenbach and the captain new to this precinct? That's what I'm wondering. I, th- I feel like Wagenbach isn't, but he's just like the good boy, you know? That they all have to keep putting back in his lane. Where the captain is new. He took my ding dong. Oh, come on, son. Fork over his ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my old squad, people had respect. Oh, see, he says my old squad, so. How come he loves this asshole so much? They just don't really set it up that he's obviously new to this precinct either, you know? Yeah. some Twinkies up in the break room. It's not the same thing. It's not. I'd much rather have a ding dong than a Twinkie. <laughs> I'd rather have a ting ting. Ting ting. <laughs> Twinkie. <laughs> it's a ting ting. I love me a ting ting. Oh, you know the ting ting. <laughs> That's not my name. I know. Hey, uh, tell me something. Such a weird 
there's something wrong with gay people. How do you think the cop behind him feels right now? I know. Like, what the fuck did he just say? Well, this is 2002. I'm sure the cop behind him is like, yeah, of course. I think they got a screw loose. Medical community classified homosexuality as a disorder, called it an illness. Yeah. Now scientists think maybe it's something genetic makes people gay. So, um, for booking. So, if God made them that way, who are we to say they're wrong for doing the things they do? They got me thinking. What if scientists discovered there's a gene that predisposes some people to be attracted to young girls? You know, this is an actual thing that people are trying to fight yeah, yeah. or like argue yeah that is a real thing people are gross gene, dude well no i i do think it's a mental um, illness and then next gro- it's that you're so mentally gross no, but it's yeah. it it's got to be some kind of trauma born thing yeah I, that's Pedophilia? why I want, see i would argue it's more environment than genetic you know yes. what i mean it has to be environment because if a person grew up never knowing that the law was 18 and above, there's nothing that would say, oh, no, but they got to be younger than 18. You know what I mean? They have to live in the environment that exists. For Where that you never exist. mentally age yeah. out of, you know, that. I think that's, I think it's a, it's like a, you're stuck, you know? Yeah, for sure. All right. So now we're looking at, at prop pliers, boy. No pliers, huh? <laughs> Miguel's not too fond of pliers. I can say is I blame him. Like, what did they do with pliers to bruise his arm? I guess whack him really hard. Yeah, like pliers? pliers, you like pull someone's tooth out. Like, if you had to show these missing a tooth, be like, you ripped my tooth out, bro. I'd be like, damn. <laughs> but he just had like a bruise on his arm. Miguel Estellan is dropping his complaint against you. <laughs> Told you it was bogus. I'd like your incident report first thing tomorrow morning. Sure. It'll be a couple of days. I got something in the back burner. <laughs> the report from two weeks ago. Yeah. Tomorrow morning. You'll get my report in a couple of days. Maybe a week. You don't like the timetable, you take it up with Gilroy. I don't have to. In this building, I'm in charge. Well, maybe in your own mind, amigo. But in the real world, I don't answer to you. Not today, not tomorrow, not even on Cinco de Mayo. Whoa, he brought his culture into it. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> a bad person. <laughs> That's such a weird... Like, doesn't he have the authority over him? Yeah, technically. But his, I guess his point being is that he has even higher power that can get, you know, stop any possible punishments. It's ridiculous. Hey, I see he wasn't handling his responsibilities as a man. I see that. I got no choice but to step in. Honestly, I respect that. <laughs> Did you witness this Lamar slash your tires? <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. I got the whole thing on tape. Come on, man. The brother dumb, but he ain't stupid. Are you going to go arrest him? <laughs> yeah, he's stupid to later admit to it. <laughs> That's true. You might have slashed your tires. Like who? Maybe a business associate? Business associate. I couldn't. I couldn't read this conversation at all at first. I was like, "Is do they know each other?" Yeah, like, what is going on here? Dollar car with five hundred dollar tires parked outside of a four hundred dollar a month apartment. Like, did you know this guy was a drug dealer already or something? Yeah. No, uh, but I really like that that duo. Yeah. The are actual like uh, like beat cops. Beat cops. Yeah. Well, this part can kind of confuse me. More just the fact that he gives the... I guess this guy's like a temporary pimp or something? Dimitri. <laughs> Heard you got paroled. See, so you got your old job back. 
man. I'm just temping for somebody who got. Okay, how do you temp a pimp? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a temp pimp. Yeah, I'm the temp pimp. <laughs> I'm a pimp temp. Come on, Mackie, man. That's just my playing around cool. I love that somehow this park is functional enough to have these lights on, but they don't have actual goals. They're using those big ass baskets or whatever. No more free passes, right? To like play uh, soccer, football. Let's go. Come on. Now we get to see the. He's once again sympathetic to. Heartfelt chickless. Yeah. He's sympathetic to kids and women. And hookers. Well, a, a hooker can be a woman. No, they once they become a hooker, they become a whole That's new thing. A different gender. It's a different type. It's a different genre. Call that Fringo and ask for his four best girls for Saturday night. Why do you give her drugs, bro? Like you literally give her drugs and then ask about her kid. Mm-hmm. Look like you lost some weight. You been eating? Yeah, drugs. <laughs> I eat sure, drugs exclusively. <laughs> Look, I give you some money, you skip a couple of tricks, get yourself some soup. I love it's soup. I so know. specific about soup. <laughs> like soup fattens a bone or something soup. like that's the least. <laughs> like right there, you like, get some soup, and then he's like, now get your kids some soup. Yeah. Don't worry about me, Vic. Once again, thinking about kids. Well, every other Where's kid besides boy? his own. Yeah, literally. This is my dad. Mom? <laughs> Chickless is your dad. <laughs> He looks like my dad, but he's your dad. <laughs> they combined our dads and made a show. Get him some soup too. <laughs> Get him some soup too. <laughs> You're so you think don't fucking touch me? <laughs> yeah. It's like get your get your, <laughs> your hooker fingers off. Yeah. Go back to being a woman. <laughs> fourteen next month. Bro, you look thirty. There's no way you have a fourteen year old. <laughs> He looks thirty to you, dude. Girl. Honestly, I can't. I can't gauge age can't anymore. Gauge but age. you know, Britney Spears is. videos. got these friends. I think I could be thirty-five or something, and you know. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Jeans, cut off T-shirts. This whole part, a character sympathizing with a pedophile. It's, it's interesting written. It's interesting that they wrote this. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was obviously the tactic that he likes to use, which is like getting on their side so that they feel comfortable enough to just openly confess to him. Yeah. Is the idea. And it's like, this is the pilot. Yeah. But I love that this cracks this guy so much that he just, it becomes an open book. He's like, oh yeah, no, I sold her to this guy for this like, much. And like you were saying, I like 14 year old. <laughs> we're in the same camp, officer. <laughs> I know you brought me in here to confess to this crime, but now I just feel like it's just us, some yeah, banter. It's just, it's just us bros that love 14-year-olds, you know? He's, like, feeling the yeah. table like he's horny. Because they're describing Britney Spears' 14-year-olds. What's your take on Big Macri? How do you mean? You know what I mean. I hear things. But as long as Mackie's producing on the street... But she told you he knew a crackhead. Yo, Roy. Even the chief. So he's bulletproof, huh? From you, yeah. <laughs> I know what everybody here thinks. I'm a test taker. I didn't earn it on the street. Came time to name a new captain. I was the right color at the right Whoa. time. Whoa. You think taking on Mackie's going to change people's minds? I like that. I yeah. like that whenever a character is aware... That it was a political right now, choice yeah. Yeah. more like than them earning it. Do the smart thing, though, son. Cut bait. Doesn't bother you the things he does. I don't judge other cops. Mackie's not a cop. He's Al Capone with a badge. Al Capone made money by giving people what they wanted. What people want these days is to 
make it to their cars without getting mugged. Come home from work, see their stereo still there. You know, how, how do you feel about, about this? about some murder in the barrio. This find is... out the next day the police caught the guy. If having all those things means some cop roughs up some nigga or some spick in the ghetto, well, as far as most people are concerned. She just dropped a hard R yeah. in their pilot. <laughs> yeah. How you figure on changing that? This isn't a... How do you feel this about is, this? This is HBO on TV, dog. True. <laughs> uh, no, no. Like, how do you feel about like you know whatever it means? She's to a feel detective, safe. and she's like, "This is the you only way it works, and it's been working this way yeah. for so many years." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, it fits into our theme of LA from the '90s, dude. Like, this is like the yeah. fresh 2000s, and so even yeah. just coming out of the '90s is like LA was the most fucked up place in America apparently for a long time. Now it's Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Day after she makes the delivery, she kicks me. Honestly, out. I think that's a good argument. Carter, this scrawny bitch, she's been balling <laughs> on the side. Your point being? My point being, fifteen hundred dollars. Shit. Well, I figure it out. At least make the tires mine. <laughs> Three of them. Look, They're five hundred dollars piece. She got a problem with that. She know why I am. Man, this is all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I could believe that though. You'd be like, this ain't right. This ain't justice. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Him. Well, then you know what kind of prick I'm dealing with here. Hey, so where's the love? Galatians <laughs> chapter 7, verse 6. For whatsoever man sowed, that shall he also reap. Uh, you can stop with the sermon, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I love this character. Whenever he comes back. Post bail. You got anything else? How much bail gonna be? Two, three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars? I don't got that kind of cash. <laughs> just took off like a thousand dollars worth of jewelry. I would afford all this jewelry then. I don't gotta explain myself to you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that cop. His whole thing is like, how, how do you have this expensive ass thing? When he brought her by, that's like his whole shtick. <laughs> you don't got three hundred dollars in cash. I told Lonnie I like him twelve or thirteen. Like he gets so specific. Yeah. He must have been disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Lonnie already spent the money. He's like, I was super disappointed. You know, I didn't want her. The girl was, you know, she was still mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's still my property. I like her to like me. Romantic life. <laughs> Things just didn't work out this time. What'd you do with her? I traded her. You traded her? To this doctor I met on the internet. He likes him seven or eight. He came out over and picked her up. You traded her? <laughs> I was on two hundred dollars. Like he's obviously like blown away by that, and the yeah. guy's just like, "Yeah, no, that's what I did." Yeah, I think that's what he was trying to get him to answer. Is like for what? Yeah. Right. For some ding dongs that he apparently got out of some cop's desk or something. <laughs> Back to that. Here comes Squarehead. Goddamn fucking Terry Squarey. I wish they had given us some backstory on Squarehead. Exactly. I wish there was more emotional feel for Squarehead. He should have been more of a focal point for this yeah. episode in a way. But I mean, they were already stacking so much. Dude, shit. that would have been a fifth. He's the plot. third plot. Him, him, and the captain talking to him. Mm-hmm. That's plot three. We'll call it the captain's plot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what did I tell you about jumping in the? It was like hardly a yeah. joke. Too quick. Especially the job we got. Yeah, well, what you're doing, though, has to be done. <laughs> you think? Absolutely. My dad was a cop. He admired guys like you. Ah, uh, well, those were some honest-to-goodness men back then, huh? Guys like Captain Acevedo? 
Yeah, he'd never understand. I think I could be a lot more useful to you. I mean, he's already been helping them. Yeah, too. It's not like he. So he's like obviously been seeing what they're doing. Yeah. I think if he never mentioned the captain, I don't think it, maybe it would have gone differently. Yeah. If he wasn't basically trying to obviously so. Oh, it's outside of the captain's trust, yeah. He's like, yeah, fuck that captain. It's all about you guys, right? Because he brought it up unprovoked. He was like, Captain, he doesn't understand you guys. But I do. He's gearing up for a big bash tomorrow. So you should trust me. The worst cop ever. I know. Wong Goggin's such a badass looking. Dude, he looks like a baby. Yeah. Still balding, but yeah. still, he looks like a fucking baby. He's like a baby growing its hair for the first time. <laughs> before he starts flushing. Knock, knock, who's there? Strike team, Mr. Drug Dealer. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the world's perfect teeth, though. Terry's I know. Terry's losing his cherry tonight. Terry's losing his cherry. Terry, Terry squares cherry. Terry with the square cherry. Remember. What does square cherry taste like? We take care of each other, all right? Cheers. Is he drinking Budweiser? Bunch of gays. <laughs> we just have a few more. Oh, uh, we forgot to take a break. So I'm going to just say, uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll finish talking about (laughs) the 10 minutes. (laughs) All right, we're back. We're going to talk about the Shields more. Oh, that was a fun break. All right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Terry's Cherry. Remember all that? Woo! Woo! Squarey Cherry. We just have a few more questions, Mr. Grady. Dr. Grady. Right, Dr. Grady. And I have a practice to attend to. Patients. Who is this, a Whoville? <laughs> Fucking who? Do you know who Jenny Reborn is? No, he's the one who knows how the law works. He gave Jenny to you for the purposes of having sexual intercourse. I don't even know the man. <laughs> so from the bottom of his nose all the way down to his chin, it's just like a flat. He looks like a bat. <laughs> it's just like a flat just surface. As a man of science, I'd, I'd like your opinion. Is homosexuality genetic or environment? Latest studies suggest it's genetic. Really? Just the way they are. Can't help themselves, huh? I see where you're going with this. Don't waste my time. <laughs> or yours. I've got plenty of time. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> See, you should have already asked for a lawyer. That's just it. Like, have the lawyer be like, release him now. Don't demand it yourself, doofus. Fits the profile. Let him sit for a couple hours, go at him again. Couple hours? You got a girl missing since yesterday morning. Who knows if she's got food or water? I can break this guy by the end of the day. You can take all week. There's no way this sick peck is going to talk. Look, I know what buttons. See, this is... This is the TV show. This is not a quiz show. This is the answer of why this TV show is this way. Yeah. Is the fact that the captain... Let him go. Let him go. Him. We lose him. First thing he's going to do, kill her, dump the body. The captain can't choose can between these two down. very, so very viewable for us yeah. as, a, as a watcher opportunities for either of these cops to do their mm-hmm. ideas. But the captain but goes to Chickless. And is like, let's do it the bad way. Yeah. <laughs> I need you. See, that's so badass. Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, this show is truly like on another level. Like it's 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 working on a different. <laughs> it locks from the inside. And who are? Who is he? <laughs> he talks to the camera, <laughs> like he's on the office yeah. or something. <laughs> you know what you're doing, son. Is there two clocks? 
No, those are light bulbs. <laughs> Why is there booze? I don't know. He's the only uses one of these things, I'm pretty confident. The lighter to light the booze, I guess. Oh, um, he ate Molotovs in maybe? <laughs> there was a Molotov cocktail out of square, like right in the face. Your turn to play bad cop? Yeah. Good cop and bad cop left for the day. I'm a different kind of cop. That's the fucking tagline of the TV show. I'm a dog. bald cop. I'm not even to see my lawyer now. Later, later, later. Right now, it's just you and me. People are watching us. Millions of viewers at home. Once again, they wrote this in a writer's room. I actually like this tactic though, where he gets offended. How'd you like that? What? You know, suck a tits a little bit, maybe. He's talking about his daughter, his eight-year-old daughter. So you'll nail some other guy's little girl, but not my Cassidy. What's up with that, man? Look at this Jenny for myself. See what she's got that Mike Cassidy doesn't. <laughs> so fucked up. I'm sure you could arrange that. I don't know where the girl is. Why is Jenny Reboy? I'm giving you one chance to let me know where you're hiding her. I'm sorry. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> and so Chickless beats the shit out of him with a phone book. <laughs> well, yeah, phone books don't even exist anymore. Yeah, phones don't exist. <laughs> And after five minutes of that, he goes, I'm just going to say it. Oh, that. Just tell me what you want me to find. <laughs> I like, I, I kind of liked that the other two cops were disappointed in his yeah. choice. Well, because he obviously didn't trust their ability to get the job done, you know? Yeah, but also she was like, are you sure you know what you're doing, son? And she knows what Chickless is capable of, yeah. you know? And she's she just, she doesn't have any... Like anything bad to say about it. It's just yeah. like, she's like, it exists because it does. My thing is, is that at the end of the day, if that is the way they got that information, that man would not go to jail. Yeah, he, he would. He would use, be able to, his lawyer would get him off for that because they got the information in an illegitimate way. Yeah, true. But that know, dude, so many people have gotten off because of cop malpractice and they do horrible so many people crimes. have also just gone to jail because of cop malpractice. I guess that's true. It, but I just didn't like, exactly unless he had the world's worst lawyer. I don't know. I feel like that guy would get off because he got beaten. The information beaten out of him. Yeah. That's the bummer. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the way to go. I'm just saying like, you know, it happens or it doesn't. Were you expecting the girl to be alive? Yes. Really? I felt like this episode had to end on a positive note. You know? I was not expecting that. Oh, really? Yeah. I was convinced that Chickless getting the information was showing that he produces the results that they need. You know what I mean? I love that they break a lock with a fucking monkey wrench. <laughs> with pliers. <laughs> Dude, back to the pliers. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. You get some, like, church music to go with it. Because, you know, the church and uh, small kids. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a little boy. No one talks about little boys in this. That's true. So it can't you, be got, you, you got me. No way, man. I ain't got to listen to you. Hey, Dutch. How'd you find your missing girl? 
Yeah, a uh, guy turned out to be a domination control sociopath. Had her locked in this uh, cage thing. Good thing you took him out. Yeah. So uh, what are you doing here? Your shift was over this morning. As I, right? <laughs> Me, talking to women. Uh, I hate doubles. I'm on my way home now. Listen, um, I'm just going to grab a beer with some of my old buddies from Sunset in case uh, I'm going to tag along. I guess that's his previous present. Uh, oh, good call, yeah. yeah. But I'm not free. Oh. Tonight. I mean, my friend Betsy set me up on this blind date. It's probably going to be a nightmare. And no. I couldn't believe this wasn't fun. just an excuse to so see Chickless, time, okay? to see McAvee. I mean, I love to um, go out with oh, the guys like and stuff. And she actually goes out on a date. It's actually yeah. just another dude that's that shows now. up for her. What? I was convinced that's why she was telling him no. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> oh. What is that? It's dog shit. <laughs> There's Jesus dog shit Christ. in his desk. All right. All right. Whoever did this better clean it up right now. Because that's how that works. Hey, you clean this up or I'm going to shove it down your hey, throat. Hey, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> But I promise you, I am not going to rest until the culprit is brought to justice, buddy. Hey, attention, everyone. I'm declaring this an official crime scene. Nobody leaves here without providing a stool. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Who pissed back the evidence? <laughs> she just leaves it. Some prank, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, I once heard about this old cop tradition. Anytime someone in the squad started getting a big head, some other cop would put dog crap in his locker. Yeah, but what did you do to get a big head with Port that? Desk. Remind him he's just one guy. Part of the team. Like, doesn't Chickless need that reminder, if anything? Yeah. You're right about that, huh? <laughs> yeah, but it's her partner. And Oh, you think she did it? Yo, yeah. Oh, see, I feel like I didn't get that. Now, now having rewatched it, now I feel like I understand that obviously it was her that did that. But I feel like he didn't really, Wagenbach or whatever, didn't really do anything to, like, get a big head. Now we get to listen to Kid Rock uh, in full. We get to listen to this song. Even though we don't have Paul Damien here with us today, we get his theme song. Yeah. Paul da da wall da bang da dang. We're getting ready to break into two times. We're seeing the plan that the Chickless team has been coming up with this whole time. Yeah. Going into action. Oh, there's Captain's kid. He has a kid. Uh, for fucking sound. <laughs> Goggins looks fucking nuts. I know. I mean, honestly, this song would get me fucking pumped up to break into a drug dealer's house. <laughs> oh, yeah, she has a... So we're seeing her getting ready for a blind date, right? Uh-huh. And she initially decides to not bring her Saturday Night Special, which yeah. is like the handgun the lady would carry on her. But then she sees how uh, weak the man is that's taking her. So she's like, nope, I need the gun. Yeah. It's just showing how insecure, lack of safety these, these characters maybe even feel in the environment yeah, they're for in, sure. you know? Yeah, I mean, they have to see it on a daily basis. So it, it changes their viewpoint. Dude, fucking crazy taxi on the Dreamcast. <laughs> 
Hell yeah. I love watching my girl play some crazy taxi. Yeah, and she's naked, right? Yeah, she's naked in his lap playing yeah. crazy taxi. He's like, get on out here. Yeah. <laughs> Kicks her out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> she out. takes the drugs. Yeah, she takes the, well, the prepared coke, yeah. There's spoons of it everywhere. Yeah, I was like, there's so much coke in the initial room they go into, and then we still see him trying to get rid of some. Yeah, but I, I think it's quantity, right? If you have a certain amount, yeah. you get a different uh, sentence. Definitely. Jesus Christ. I was surprised they killed this guy. I mean, obviously, he shot, shoots at him, so yeah. they kill him, but I didn't expect this whole situation to go down like this. I thought they were trying to just arrest this dude. And then here's the big twist. Squarehead, this is cherry popping. Chickless takes the drug dealer's gun and then just turns around. And pops Terry's cherry. Honestly, this shit fucking shocked me. Really? That shit shocked the fuck. I did not expect it. I was convinced that Terry was going to be like a character that we'd have to follow for at least this season. Like, if this season would have ended with that, I would have made sense. The fact that they threw it out at the very beginning, it was like, holy fuck. It shows what Chickless is willing to do, you know? Yeah. So you fucking betray me, you piece of shit. And there it is, The Shield. By Sean Ryan. Way to go, Sean. This song rules. I love all that fucking Chicano shit in the background. What do you think? I'm conflicted because of my relationship with shows like this, as I mentioned earlier. You know, like my family was obsessed with like NCIS and Law and Order and like a lot of shows that, you know, and you're right. This is absolutely trying to be like the counterpart to that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, or like the opposite opposite is what I mean. Yeah. The rival in a sense of being like, we're doing it different around here, you know? Was it an FX series? Yeah, oh That's yeah. That's where it premiered? Mm-hmm. FX was, I think, like, they weren't saying it a lot themselves, but they would definitely promote uh, reviews of their TV shows where it was like it was like HBO on TV. Mm. And so, yeah, like shows like The Shield, Rescue Me. Um, we're trying to keep up with what HBO was pumping out, I guess, at the time, like The Sopranos. Yeah, for sure. And, and Or Oz. Or, they were like, or, we could do serious TV, too, The Wire. Yeah, the wire, and so yeah. I mean, even with like every season's episode run, episode length, they're all like, none of them reach twenty episodes. The highest it goes is fifteen episodes in season three, which so is that, crazy, honestly. Yeah, so it's it's like yeah, no, we're making real deal shit, and then AMC comes to follow after the fact with stuff like Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead. True. So it Mad Men. Yeah, Mad Men for sure is a huge one. Um, I think this is. This is the dawning of TV being produced this way. What it is today, basically. Yeah, because HBO, their whole tagline was, it's not TV, it's HBO. And now TV was like, okay, we'll do it too. Yeah, we can make cool shit too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, every time I'd seen anything to do with this show, 
it never appeared to be an ensemble. Mm-hmm. It, every promotion was always chickless. So you think he's just basically a cent- more centered around him versus having this? Well, no, I was surprised to see so many different plots yeah. underneath this show that he basically only takes up about. I mean, a little more, a little more than a third of what this first episode even has to do about. Because we yeah. definitely get basically two other main story arcs to start following along with. Even though Terry's cherry gets popped right at the end of episode one, yeah. that still is obviously going to drive the captain's story in its direction. Right. You know? Exactly. Um. This show got me. This this pilot episode got me. Are you going to keep watching? I think I might. <laughs> I, I probably will. See how far you can make it. Yeah. I probably will until this show no longer feels like this first episode. Yeah, that's what I Which I me. feel like might happen sooner than later. You know? When it does happen, where the pilot, I feel like, has like a vibe. Or, you know, they're really trying to get a point out. And then they kind of, like, yeah. can smooth out after that. Where they're, you know. So I'm curious where the show goes on from here, you know? Yeah. I'm genuinely blown away. It has seven seasons, and so much happens in this first episode. And to even know there's like 15 episode long seasons in between this and however the fuck the show ends, you yeah. know, like <laughs> that's. I think that's also another thing that I'm very interested in is like, how does this end? Yeah, how did this show end? Like, what? Yeah. How do these characters come to a resolve? Because <laughs> something like Dexter, the ending of Dexter, where I was like. The ending of the second to last season, I was already like, okay, I can't do this. Anymore. Yeah, you know, it's just like you know the path that a lot of these shows can go where it's like yeah it starts out strong as fuck but by the ending it's like uh, they were meandering and they didn't know what else to do yeah there's only one way they can really go and they're just trying not to have to already go that way and keep their show afloat yeah like another serial killer (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I think also um, the fact that this show is less talked about is also appealing to me. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really know anything about this show. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've seen some imagery from it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like seeing Chickless as this character. I was like, I feel like I've been around this show somehow. But I really didn't know anything about it. I didn't realize it was trying to be like the you know the opposite to uh, like Law and Order and those more yeah. like heroic cop kind of series where it's like yeah. look at the moral you know like how morally great all of these people are. You know? Well, this is more ambiguity. You know, Ice T teaching people how to get out of the closet. You know, yeah. like. You don't get that kind of education here. They're they're insulting the the gays. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, what should we call it? Do you give this show the pilot's license? I do. Yeah, I really like the show. Um, I I think it, it got me. I, I think I'm gonna give it a yes. It, it, this you, one gets the pilot license. And you think it, it lands? You think it lands that plane in, in the end? This first flight. I think it lands. Yeah, the very ending of this episode, it lands. Um, the overall show, it's it's yet to see. Yeah, we may end up in the Bermuda Triangle. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> That's something that I've always wanted to do also. Maybe we could start implementing this that in this uh, show pilot license uh-huh. is watching the first episode of a show we've never seen before and the last just to see where it, how much it changed without yeah. any context of anything in yeah. between. This would be the perfect show to do that with. I know. Because I would love to just know how they clean these characters up. I would love to know how far that captain makes it because I cannot I would believe love to he's see, in yeah. season seven. I, I think I, just by the nature of television, I have to feel like Chickless is the only familiar face from this episode that's in the last episode. Maybe Goggins. <laughs> I don't even think Goggins. He's got to die somewhere along the road, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think Goggins just probably found other things to go do after this. Yeah. He met Quentin Tarantino and, yeah. <laughs> and he became KKK ASAP or whatever. Um, 
All right. Yeah, well, so I give it a pilot's license. What do you give it? I give it its temporary pilot's license, no, which means the, that... You're <laughs> judging this episode. Does yeah, it land true. or not? It lands. Okay. It did. It literally... I don't know. I felt like we were spiraling towards the ground, and then in the last two minutes, it all of a sudden caught air and like landed the plane perfectly, <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. It surprised me, so... I, I mean, I, I really did enjoy this, sh- this first episode. It just kind of wasn't what I was expecting knowing I was going into a cop show. You know, yeah. the fact that it was so edgy and so much of the cinematography was like handheld and like real, you know, David Fincher-esque in some ways. <coughs> but I give it its pilot's license. I think it deserves to fly after this episode. And I understand how it could have had a fan base that would uh, continue to love it yeah, for I, a long time. I think this show, this first episode is kind of hooks pretty good i noticed right here on f on uh, hulu it says starring michael chiklis benito M- M- martinez and also cch pounder that's my favorite actor who the fuck is that okay it's the woman her name is cch pounder wow i i don't know why it's cch pounder. she has three initials. oh it's because her name is carol christine Hil- hilaria she has pounder. three names wow that's cool. pretty cool that's a cool name. That is a cool name. And guess what? She was on NCIS New Orleans really? <laughs> from 2014 to 2021. So That makes sense. She's also apparently in Avatar The Way of Water. Don't know who she plays, but she's apparently in it. She's in it somewhere. She's one of the blues. <laughs> or greens. <laughs> Those fucking blues. Can you imagine being racist towards <laughs> the Navi? <laughs> <laughs> Calling him. Oh, you're just one of those fucking dirty blues, huh? Get this fucking blue out of here. <laughs> Get your blue off me. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> this is quite a way to end this episode. Hell yeah. Uh, rate and review us wherever you guys get podcasts and follow us on Instagram. That's going to be in the show notes below. Thank you guys so very much. We love you. Keep fucking that chicken. And whatever you do, we'll see you then. Or we'll see you on another time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Wow. on the plane the one that's always coffee always cover cover coughing. your fucking mouth fucking asshole dude